Welcome to, or welcome back to, Total Spot Fest. J.J. Brownlee, Jamie Faulkner, in that order, coming back at you here with a whole lot of wrestling to get over. We had AW Week for sure. So, Sunday was Forbidden Door. Last night was Blood and Guts. Oh, just <laughs> a lot to take in, Jamie. Lots and lots and <laughs> lots of AEW and New Japan. Whole lot of good stuff here. Lots of great wrestling. And we're going to talk about it. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, those of you joining us in here. If it's your first time, hello. Welcome. Uh, you can leave a comment down below if you want to join the conversation. Or hit us up on Twitter at TotalSpotFest. As always, we do appreciate your time, and if you would, give us a like down below, subscribe, share if you want, um, You know, hit the notification if you want to know when we go live. Uh, we do post interviews off on Tuesday. I've uh, been trying to kind of arrange summer schedules. Jamie's had softball at the wazoo lately, but you're getting a little bit clearer of that schedule, right? That is correct. Audrey just had her last game of, of her season yesterday, and then Jessica has one today. And then Megan just has two more tournaments for her summer season. And then it goes into high school ball. Yay. So, but that's so drop it down just one of the one of the daughters instead of going all over the place, right? Although I guess you know, uh, Jess and Audrey, they probably they're 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 in local area, right? They don't really escape escape too much from no no like, the farthest uh, they go is harrisonville <clears throat> all right well, that makes it easy so um yeah. you know one day we're gonna get an announcement I, is, does it kind of perturb you that there's not been an announcement for all out yet um i saw the signage i know i can't remember who posted it on twitter but somebody put up there you know it said it said, it said all out august 4th S september 4th september 4th excuse me sorry yeah, um, and Jamie was doing some sleuthing. Um, That's Labor Day. Based based on um, everything, they're saying it's probably going to happen at the Now Arena, not United Center. Oh, I'm not so going to lie. So if they do that, I can get into the Marriott where the <laughs> wrestlers are staying right now, if I book it right now. Oh, do you want to take that chance? I don't. <laughs> I mean, you can always cancel and get your points back, though. It's a lot of points, though. I know, right? Because it's like... Ugh. It bleeds uh, me dry. Like, if I do there, I, I bleed myself dry. So, not like last year where we stayed at that nicer hotel, but not the one that was right next to the fucking the arena where the wrestlers are staying, which we, yeah, yeah. which is a little bit of points you took, you know? Kind of like when I was going down last week into Dallas, you know? I, I didn't use my points when I got downtown because... Uh, it was just easier to go through a different website with a better deal. Uh, I just used my points for a little cheaper on the first night on the way in, right? You know, just use a yeah. little bit, right? Easier. Yeah, boom. So, yeah. Uh, well, well, we shall see. They've been hyping up the living hell out of uh, Grand Slam 2. So, mm -hmm. hopefully we get an announcement soon. There's a lot of cool stuff that's been announced around it, I know. Black Wrestlers Matter announced a new show for the second. So, I mean, it, I, it's it got to be in Chicago. I think it's got to be in Chicago. And I'm not going to lie. If it's the Now mm -hmm. Arena, I kind of like that better. Yeah, I know that the, um, the wrestlers wanted, from what I was reading, they wanted to do it at United Center because it's in town, everything like that. There's more stuff. But I get it. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, from from my my old ass perspective, I'm like, it is in town. Hotels are more expensive. Uh, it's driving and you know public transit because it's it, it is in town. It is you know right you know south of downtown. So it's like so, just now you know it's so much easier. Plus, I love that little barbecue area that we had for the side party, and that was a lot of fun. I'm not gonna lie, that was one. Of my, uh, anyway, anyway, so we're not talking about that. All that's coming up soon here. Hopefully, we get some more announcements on that. Um, speaking of pay per views, AEW and Chicago, there was one this past Sunday. If you live under a rock, and yes, I know that just over a week ago we had our uh, yeah, Jamie. I, I never got a chance to get the belt from him. I am your current champion, current reigning and defending champion you're welcome um <clears throat> for your total spot fest pay-per-view picks but i never had a chance to get the belt because we did the pay-per-view then i went to texas for the flicker stick concert uh reunion show met up with a good buddy of mine great weekend never got the belt and then one week later we have another pay-per-view we do we do we really do <sighs> if you want if you want to hear my rant go back a few weeks there i okay so before Actually, while I was in the hotel, in between, uh, in between uh, us doing things, you know, I actually uh, compiled up the picks, put them up there. Text Jamie said picks are ready to go uh, Saturday morning, afternoonish, whatever. So, yeah, uh, got our picks in. Uh, we did miss one match, but uh, who cares? It's <laughs> there's yeah, there was thirteen matches after all. So we were talking about oh, Tony did a better job not overbooking this one. No, he just put four matches on the goddamn buy-in. <laughs> Yes. So luckily, all of them were quick. All quick. And uh, on the buy in, we missed Lance Archer and Nick Camarado. Who, who cares, right? I think we've seen that match yeah. five times anyway, right? Archer won. We picked all the same. Megan, Jamie, myself picked all the same on the buy in. So we all got same amount of points. We all picked Yoshi and Gato to beat Solo and Marshall, QT Marshall. We all picked uh, Swerve in their glory, whatever, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland uh, to defeat El Desperado and Kane Maru. Um, couple good, couple good spots in that match. And we all picked LA Dojo to beat Max Caster in the gun club. Um, we were wrong. LA Dojo won. Or LA Dojo yeah. lost, despite the fact that there was a Danhausen distraction, which took the two younger members of the Gun Club out, and it ended up being and this is the funniest thing. It ended up being just Billy Gunn versus the entire LA Dojo, and he just annihilated them. <laughs> yeah, him and Max Caster was kind of around. He he was there. It's true, he was there. So the match. The main card opened up Jericho, Minoru Suzuki, Sammy Guevara versus Eddie Kinston, Wheeler Yuta, Sh Shoto Yumino. And Jericho and company did win that match. So they get the advantage at Blood and Guts, which we're going to talk about in just a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Then there was the triple threat, winner take all tag team match for the IWGP and Ring of Honor tag team titles ftr with the current or the defending ring of honor tag champs uh great o'con and jeff and jeff cop how great a life is great o'con living by the way his instagram is gold 
<laughs> yeah, he's living his best life, and I'm here for it. Like his Vegas, his Vegas picks alone are worth their weight in gold. It's fantastic. So, yes. uh, defending IWGP uh, Tag Champions versus Rapongi Vice, and we all picked FTR. Uh, Dax Hardwood had a legit shoot, uh, separated shoulder in the middle of the match. Rolled to the back, got it popped in place, wrapped it up, came back, and they won uh, their seventh tag team championship. Belt collectors, they got three of the four main ones that are out there. I mean, just need the AEW tag championship belts on them, and they'll have all of them. Well, have Triple A, they'll have New Japan, and they'll have Ring of Honor. The only, I would say, major ish, you know, or bigger tag titles they haven't won. Because they have, they they were once one time AW champions. Is the Impact titles? I figure one day they'll hold those two because you got to complete. The, it's like sandwich. You got to complete the gauntlet, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> then after them, you had the All Atlantic title match four way. Uh, unfortunately, Tomohiro Ishii uh, not medically cleared. Hurt his. Uh, Lower body, leg, knee, something. I don't remember. Something, yeah. Going hockey, a lower body injury, right? Um, yeah. So Clark Connors is who uh, Tomohiro beat in the finals over in New Japan. He took his place. So Clark Connors versus Malachi Black, entrance of the night, of course. Oh, it's so good. Uh, versus Miro versus Pac. And this was a thoroughly enjoyable match. What did you think? I really, really enjoyed this match, and honestly, I thought not my. I thought Miro night. had it. Oh, I thought yeah. Miro had it uh, up until the Black Mist. Okay, like, so oh. we all we all picked Miro too. We all did. We all were convinced of it, right? And like Jamie said, near the end there, he's doing the game over on Clark. Right? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. He was doing the game over on. Clark, let's say, and here comes Mira. Here comes Malachi. Black Mist is on, on Pac. It was on Pac. Okay, Black Mist, and then uh, then there's a flurry of action, and ending with uh, Black Arrow from Pac. Pac is your inaugural All Atlantic Champion. So we didn't get that point, but congratulations to Pac. He's he deserves a title. So I'm Absolutely. good. I'm good with that. Um, so right. We're going along here, so there's a theme. There's three matches where we differed. As we, I mean JJ and the Faulkners. There's two. There's one match where Jamie and Megan differed. Okay, mm-hmm. so you can see where this is going. This is going very much one of two very distinct directions. We do a tiebreaker that we put down here, but either Jada's going to run away with it or it's going to be a nail-biter between the Faulkner World Order. <laughs> um, uh, you had the Bull Club, El Bucks and El Fantasmo versus Darby Allen Sting and Shingo Takagi. Uh, you know, we all picked Bull Club, but they did not win. Um, Sting with uh, trying to do the spots. with attitudes. Which I didn't realize that was an old WCW reference. That totally just went right over my head. Missed it too. Totally missed it. From like, from like way back, from like Venice Beach Sting days, like way back in the day. Like, okay, I totally forget. As soon as they, as soon as Shivani was saying that, I was like, oh yeah, I do remember that. Okay. Um, Sting, of course, didn't come out during his music, then blackout, 
And then up in the rafters, it's Sting. And back out again. And then, no, that wasn't Sting. That was Stang. Because Sting is on top of the, the tunnel. And he just, like, him hanging out with Darby Allen is just not doing, is doing wonders for his chiropractor's uh, retirement fund. Seriously. <laughs> so, um, yeah. You know, it, it was cool and all. Uh, the Young Bucks uh, did not win, though. It was Sting, Darby, and uh, Shingo. So... Um, we got that. Do, 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 do. Uh, do, do. where are we? So we're, we're still tied, like I said. And then starting right now is where we start to differ. So we had the women's title match Tony Storm, Thunder Rosa. Great match. Very good match. I picked Tony Storm. Like we had talked about previously, I was sticking to my guns with it. I think, like Hangman, it's better for Thunder to be in the hunt. So I thought she was going to drop it. And they've been building up Tony Storm. I figure this is a good time, right? You both, you and Megan both picked Thunder Rosa. Very good match. Um, in the end, though, it was Thunder Rosa retaining her title. So my first demerit. And you said very good match, Jamie. But do you, do you have any thought? I have a quick thought on this match. Do you have anything you want to say about this match? Oh, 100%. Okay. Um. This whole bringing somebody in from the outside and rushing them right into the title picture and then having them lose the ti- in the title picture right away and then now you don't know what to do with them thing is getting old. I mean, what's what's the plan? You know, like yeah. not not just for Tony, but you put thunder in this thing and you forced it a little bit down our throats, but we enjoyed it. We're like, okay, cool. We got a good match out of it. Now what? I mean, everything's based on wins and losses. So Tony's down to the back of the list and who's she feuding with? Yeah. And they just, just biding time to get Brit back in there because that's your one thing that worked. I just, I, I don't get it. <clears throat> like, you should have had, like, in my opinion, you should have had Tony um, and Britt going at it for longer. Mm-hmm. Like, develop that feud and just yeah. feed somebody else. Just feed somebody else to, to Thunder right now. Feed her, feed her somebody else. Give her Serena Deeb again because that was an amazing yeah. match. Give her Sheeta. That would be an amazing match. Like, Give her Nyla. Nyla's yeah. can, can go in there. I mean. But the new people coming <clears throat> in, going right for the title and not getting it. Like kills them. Like that's what did. Unfortunately, that's what happened with, with um your your friend Ruby. With Ruby, I, hey Ruby. Yeah, you know, and then Ruby kind of went into like the you know the ether for a minute, yeah. and now she's kind of building things up. But you know, like what honestly, what they're doing with um Athena is a better play than what they did with those two. Absolutely. Maybe like, he's learning his lesson. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it. it I believe it feels like it's it's you're trying to get that cheap heat, right? You got the hot new toy, put it front and center until you know the chrome wears off, and like eh, whatever, you know. And then, so we're gonna talk more about the women's division in a little bit here when we get to dynamite. But still, a very enjoyable match. Not for me at yeah. the end because now I'm down one. Um, the next match, though, I didn't even care at this point. Because this was JJ's match of the night, by far. Well, I don't want to say by far, but definitely my match of the night. Orange Cassidy 
Will Ospreay, IWGP US title. We all picked Will Ospreay, and my God, I want more of this match. I it was it was amazing. I would almost give it five stars. I would almost do that. I I I mean I don't I don't know how I can't not give it five stars. You know, I yeah, about like, it more. It was, it was so amazing. good. The pacing was great. Will Ospreay. I, I'll keep saying this every time I get to see him. He's the best, best wrestler in the world right now. My opinion, best wrestler. Baron Kenny, Baron better. He is the best wrestler in the world. It's fantastic. Um, and Orange, I mean, the, the contrasting styles, just everything about this match was fantastic. The spots, oh, oh my God. Um so much fun. I actually, actually saw spots that he pulled off, Osprey did, when he fought Nick Wayne in GCW two weeks ago, <laughs> which we didn't yeah. ever talk about. But that's a match you, you should, y'all should go Google because Nick Wayne is literally a younger version of Will Osprey. Look the fuck out for Nick Wayne. A 17-year-old version. <laughs> he looks just like him, too. It's crazy. Um, fantastic match. Osprey, of course, retained, but... My match of the night. I love it. It was my number two match of the night. It was your number two for sure. Because right after this is your number one. Um, Now, we had speculated. Because Brian Danielson was earmarked to wrestle Zack Sabre Jr. Not medically cleared. So, he had a hand-picked replacement. Right? Now, we didn't know exactly who it was. So, our pick was Zack Sabre Jr. or other. And you both picked other and I picked Zack Sabre Jr. And I'll talk about why that was stupid in a second (laughs) for JJ. (laughs) Now, I don't remember who you were leaning towards because I know we talked about some other theories. And you liked that theory that I told you I had heard about Jonathan Gresham. Yeah. But I was definitely leaning towards Claudio, uh, formerly Cesaro, right? Yeah. And... Who was the special person, the hand pick replacement? Claudio Castagloni. Claudio. Boom, right there. Right there. Stamp it. Right there. I get the stamp this time. Me, this guy. Yes. You get a stamp. I finally get a stamp. Something else. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this match, and uh, of course, Claudio won. He's. The replacement in uh, for Danielson. He's a replacement in the main event of, of Dynamite three nights later. And for me, not to pick him was just a bonehead stupid move. Just dumb, dumb, dumb. Even considering I picked him to be there. So, Jamie, talk about... No, 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 no. We're not there yet. Settle down. We're not there yet. Oh, no. No, no, no. It, this is back in the FWO it's now. De- it's definitely not coming to my house after this match. So, so I'm holding it for the whoever wins. You know, I'm our representative on this show of the FWO. So after so. this match, it's official. That belt, which I won, you saw right there. I still have it because this, this we're not over yet. Uh, but I have it on my little graphic. Never even had it in my possession. So the whatever. Continue their dominance in AEW. Yeah. Why, don't you, why don't you talk about? Why don't you talk about the match? Because you, this was your favorite match of the night. So. <laughs> Please, I'm changing the subject fast. Just please go to the match, please. (laughs) Well, if you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, we're going to learn that I love technical wrestling. I'm a big 
fan of the technical and the submissions and everything. And Zack Sabre Jr., ZSJ, is that guy. He is the technical prowess that I love to see on, on, on a mat. And Claudio <laughs> is just as good. And these two put on a technical clinic. Like, it was... Bret Hart was even like, damn. Like, it was <laughs> Bing, just... Like, ex- full chop. <laughs> excellent. The, the reversals into multiple submissions. The the failed attempt at a swing. Then they got a swing in there. Um, and, like, the crowd was just going nuts for this match. Because it was everything you'd want out of... Claudio's mm-hmm. first match, and yeah. he had a hell of an opponent. Like Zack Sabre Jr., ladies and gentlemen, if you've never seen him before, look him up. Put look him, him on your radar, up. especially if you love technical wrestling, because he is amazing. He does some stuff that's not even like, it's, it's like, how is that even possible? Like, who would even think of that stuff, right? Yeah. Crazy. Like, <sighs> joint manipulation, he does, he does it all. Like, he is, he's amazing. And this match had all the ingredients. For amazingness. Now, and it was a perfect cake. And I like the fact that it was two technical wrestlers that were different types of technical wrestlers, too. Yes. Because Claudio's very just different wrestling style, even though they're both technical wrestlers. He's he's very different from Zaber. So I Mm. loved that. I thought that was great. My number two, though. So once again, moving on. Who's going to win? So we both picked. We all excuse me. We all picked Mox to win uh, in the main event. So uh, the the four way for the IWGP World Title is going to decide this. Jamie and I both picked Jay White, and Megan picked Kazakuchka Okada. I said that bad. I know Okada, the Rainmaker. She picked him oh, to win. So um, this match. This is the match that Jamie's been dreaming about for a while. Not necessarily the four-way and everything, but uh, Okada in AEW, right? But Okada, Hangman, Cole, White, certified banger, right? Well, it was shorter than anticipated. Adam Cole got concussed. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, it it is what it is, you know. And in the end, Jay White, using his... uh, uh, Slide devil tricks, if you would. He got the victory. Which also means that Jamie assures there's no tiebreaker needed. He gets the victory and will retain, will regain the title. Congratulations. I'm not giving you the belt yet. Let me finish the pay-per-view. So, Moxley uh, versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. For the interim AW title, the winner of this will have to face CM Punk at a later date, probably all out, for a title unification. Okay? But it will be the interim title while Moxley is on the mend. We all picked Mox. This match, honestly, I didn't know what to what to think of this going in. I didn't because Tanahashi, you know, he ain't no spring chicken anymore, right? You know, and I'm just like, eh, you know, some he is kind of a little botchy on some of the run-in stuff that he's done on AEW. So I was like, I don't know if it's the same Tanahashi I knew like you know six, seven, eight years ago. And nope, I was wrong. It was great. This match was really good. I thought. Yeah, I again, you had the Bret Hart 
of New Japan. Mm-hmm. Like Tanahashi yeah. has been the, he's the ace, and he showed why he's the ace in this. It was a great, amazing match. Moxley did an excellent job too. Like it was all great, and I. I, I know, like, I have I have a friend who's not a big Moxley fan, so he didn't like it. I'm like, take the Moxley equation out of it and just appreciate the art that was in front of you. Right. It was, it was art, man. Like, both of them put, like, it was my number three match of the night. And the, and it would have been my I number agree. four if, if Cole didn't get a freaking concussion. And kind of <laughs> the I know. Well, you know, those things happen. And, you know, he, and Mox is the most over wrestler in America right now, probably, I would say, right? You know? And United Center was chanting for ace, 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 ace. So, I mean, it was a great match. Yeah. Moxley, of course, won the title, though. He did get the victory. A relatively short match, when you're considering. 18 minutes and 16 seconds. I did take the time, even though we didn't need the tiebreaker. But uh, you would have won that, too, by the way. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, what was the time on that? So, okay. I had 21-21. It doesn't matter. I was nowhere close to winning. Megan had 23-10, and you had 20-36. The match was 18 minutes and 16 seconds. So, my end of the day, AEW continues. Your winner and new Total Spot Fest champion, pay per view pick champion, once again, Senior Jamie Faulkner. You have Let the me. shortest title reign in pay per view championship history. You can go fuck yourself. All right. So, <laughs> but hold on. Hold on. Hey, it's still a title reign. It's still a title reign. It still counts. I'm a two-time, two-time, two-time Total Spot Fist champion. You're a six or seven. Seventeen time. You know, like. Uh, See, now you're adding. You can't can't add in the old ones. The old ones don't transfer over. It's a different promotion. Different strap. Only six or seven time. Whatever. So, point. Anyway. As your champion, ladies and gentlemen, I am proclaiming since I got all the stroke, I want to make it more difficult for myself moving forward. Okay. I'm opening it up. I'm challenging Chris Mowry from Journey Pro to join us for the all-out pay-per-view championship series and see if he wants a shot at my title. Is that our next pay-per-view is all-out? I believe so. Because so I think, uh, yeah, I think the next uh, Impact pay per view is like in October or something like that. Yeah. Grand Slam is in August, but that's not a pay per view. That's a Wednesday. That's not a pay per view. Oh, they did. So. Uh, they did. They did formally announce Grand Slam during the. Uh, by the way, the uh, Wednesday, September twenty first. So it's actually after All Out. But all right, but I'm calling out. All right, Chris, Chris you want to get in on some of this action? In. You want a piece of it? You want my strap? Bring the, it. the strap. You know, I have won it twice. I don't care if one of the rain was for a week. It still counts. It's my strap today. Now it's your strap. You have the belt above your head. Congratulations to you, Jamie. Once again, you've become my Megan all of a sudden. Megan has not won this belt at all, I just want to say. <laughs> she came close. She came close. She came damn close. She's come close a couple times. So we will have more pay-per-views coming up shortly. We will have more titles, reigns that shall be had. So stay tuned. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Forbidden Door. I thought a little bit of it was rushed, cobbled together, but it was fine. It was whatever, you know. 
the thing that annoyed me the most about it was the very end where they're like hey let's let's do the run-in for blood and guts it's like everybody knows blood and guts give you wednesday you didn't need to do this like at all you, you didn't yeah it's it is there was some stuff like that that's a little bit pointless but eh, it is what it is all right so before we get to dynamite a couple other little bits of business now every week we like to do a spotlight talk about those independent wrestlers that you you may not have heard of maybe you have but people to keep an eye out on so jamie uh, you have i'm assuming a wrestler for our independent wrestler spotlight i do i do i really do i need to stop teeing you up for that because you just you know you embarrass the shit out of me every goddamn paper okay sorry sorry i know i know hey you know please it happens all right well ladies and gentlemen we have somebody who has pounded the mats with many of your favorite stars on the independent circuit this gentleman was across the pond for a little bit just recently and even went to Australia with his fiance as well. And this guy, his Twitter game is absolutely amazing, especially when he does auditions and he talks about his whack-ass grandma. <laughs> this right. is none mm. other than Everett Connors. He grew up with Danhausen, Ethan Page, Warhorse. He's cut his teeth with with guys like that, and he's done multiple things with those those gentlemen. And Everett Connors is very very unique. Like he comes out to <laughs> no Gucci shit. flip flops by Bad Baby. Bad Baby is the Catch Me Outside girl. If anybody doesn't know who Bad mm-hmm. Baby is, but yeah, he comes out to that. You oh, that's know, what he, he does. I can't remember what he does. It's the, the app. Yes. He uh he usually wears like full body suits like when it was, it was at, weekend, uh, of journeys. weekend of journeys, he wore a snowsuit and it's like ninety three degrees outside. In middle of the day. <laughs> yes. Insane. Um but you could follow him on Twitter at YeezyCon. He also has his big cartel, so you could buy his merch right there. He's got a link right there. Excellent Twitter follow. He is absolutely hilarious. Back in the States now. Hopefully we'll see him back at Journey Pro Ring. At minimum GCW because he does do a lot of that as well. He does. Everybody, give Everett Connors a look. I was, I was going to say, definitely, you definitely see him for sure in GCW. He picked up, I think, last year's Emo Night was, I think, his first or second show of that. And he actually, whatever, that, that weekend, he started like an actual like feud within there. So... He's now like part of the mainstay, so good for him. He is well worth, well worth your time. Great, great one there. I was trying to think who you were talking about there. I was like, like who is he? And then as soon as he just said his grandma, if you go follow his Twitter, this is one of Jamie's favorite things that he has discovered since we started doing this podcast was Everett Connor's beef with his grandma. It's great. It's <laughs> just golden. And then, like, he does, like, auditions in his car. Those are some of my most favorite things in the whole wide oh world. Like, he does these stupid-ass things in his car. Like, okay, uh, this is... I'm trying to be a boyfriend who hates you. It's you like suck. the... Thanks. It's, Let me know if you're interested. Right, right. It's kind of like the equivalent to, like, that dry British comedy of, like, the 70s and 80s, right? You know? Either you get yes. it or you... People are like, oh, I don't, but if you get it, it's the best thing you've ever seen in your life. So, yes, you just got to get it. I get it. <laughs> hopefully, I 
Hopefully all y'all get it too. Go go follow our go follow our friend Everett. Definitely give him a follow. Links down below. Uh, if you're just listening to us, just Google him. You'll find him. Well worth your time. Mm-hmm. All right. Now before we get to blood and guts, there was a story that I saw afterwards. I was just kind of perusing around a little bit on the internet uh, before we started recording, Jamie. And I came across okay. a story. I found this very this amused me. So I just wanted to share it with you because I don't think you've seen it. This came out okay. uh, sometime last night. You know, was when I saw the story. So I'm just going to read the headline, and I'm gonna, it's a very, very, very short article. I just want to read right through it here. Okay. <clears throat> Joey Ryan fired from Disneyland did not appear on background checks for speaking out controversies. <laughs> Joey Fire Ryan has been working at Disneyland on the Jungle Cruise attraction. The LA Times broke the news on Wednesday that Ryan had been fired from Disneyland following the discovery of his allegations. <laughs> Disney say they do background checks on all employees, but miss Ryan's allegations due to being them being made to his stage name. I just find it funny that Joey Ryan went from all this stuff to working on the Jungle Cruise attraction at Disneyland and got fired again for comeuppance. Um, it makes me feel like there's justice in the world. Now, I'm not going to get political. There's a lot of stuff that's been going on this past week. You can have one opinion or another. Um, but I do feel that karma is a thing, definitely. So anyway, for some reason, that put a big smile on my head. I just thought you'd enjoy that. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I read that too. I was like, oh, You did see God. that? Okay. I didn't know if you yeah. saw it or not. But All right. Anyway, not, not much news going on because Blood and Guts happened last night and we got to get to Blood and Guts. So, Jamie, uh, let's talk about there was a, there was two things that happened last night. There was a, a, an episode of what it was essentially Rampage of Blood and Guts, uh, the match, right? So, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, so w- one whole hour was this match. Um, so, it was abridged before that. There was some stuff. So, let's make it quick, ladies and gentlemen. It does open with a match between Orange Cassidy against Ethan Page. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time we've seen Ethan Page on wrestling on Dynamite For since us. the coffin match. No. No, it was uh oh no, that was wait a minute, when was he when did he Oh, that was that was that's right. I was trying to think the 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 uh, the show at uh, Daly's place against Cody, but that was a uh, rampage. That wasn't Dynamite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is his first singles match or singles match because I think he also he has he's that done some six way some three some trios. I can't yeah. think of what. Yeah, you got paid double for that kind of action, Cotton. <laughs> um, so this match was really good. <laughs> Uh, like i'm sorry that's all i gotta say about it it was good good. it was good uh but you know unfortunately if you really thought ethan page was gonna win this you are not i'm sorry i'm sorry he's the hottest guy he just had a killer match with osprey it's time to give this dude a push he might be your next tnt champion if Uh. they don't put it on Wardlow. Just saying. You know, and they might put it on him afterwards anyway. They're, the TNT title is one that they don't – that seems to be the only one they don't mind moving around a lot. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, I could see that happening. Um, he hits he hits the orange punch like three times, and he does a goop slam. 
I don't know why the scoop slam was needed, but he did a scoop slam on Ethan Page for the win. Um, other than that, it was fine. What are your thoughts about uh, his uh, his new entrance music, his new old entrance music? Oh, Jane? I'm here for it. I mean, I... I know that was I his... Miss, I miss Where's My Mind. I mean, Jefferson Starship versus Pixies. You, you know which way I'm going to go every day of the week. Yeah. But I understand that was his song when he was an independent. I get it. I yep. think, though, that Where's My Mind suits his character better. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to it though. It's probably gonna grow on me, but like when he started coming out to that, I was like, "Oh my god, this is perfect for him." Um, but no, I I don't mind Jane that much at all. To be honest yeah. with you, it it's probably gonna grow on me. You know, it's one of those things. Like, anyway, it's just I, my thought. I know, cause I know you loved you loved the Pixies, <laughs> so I, I was just like, mm, okay. Um, after this, you had a heel turn. Um. You had Christian Cage coming out and just talking. Mega heat. Me- oh, yeah. It was good. Like he-, he knows how to draw the heat, but then Luchasaurus comes out, and Luchasaurus is officially turned heel. He is all blacked out, too. Like That's the sign. Like He's a Sith. You know, has to wear <laughs> black. Heels wear black, ladies and gentlemen. Heels wear black. Yeah. Um, so his, I mean, his mask all blacked out did look really it's good. Anthracite mask and you know, the black, with the black tongue now instead of the green tongue and yeah, like yeah, I dig it. Blacked out. I dig it. I, 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 I've always said I, I. This is my favorite part of the first hour. Honestly, I, I love heel Christian. This is great. I love this. Yeah, this is your favorite iteration of christian yeah this is the this is is the best christian has been i mean you know the old christian and edge brood that was cool and all right but that was also just stupid spots all over the place with the hardies and you know 3d yeah this is my favorite christian yeah well luchasaurus just squash match against (laughs) serpentico which i was like oh in aw which is fine you get a paycheck hey go go for it he's the brooklyn brawler ladies and gentlemen (laughs) yes he is He's the, the Gil Rogers of uh, AEW. Yes. Um, after this, you had a quick little segment between Wardlow and Scorpio Sky, setting up that they're going to have their match on July 6th um, mm. for the TNT Championship. I don't think there's a – no matter what you do with that there, somebody's that, that's, a, that's a lose-lose in my opinion. I agree. Either you stop Wardlow's push or – you should not take the belt off of Sky. I'm my opinion for Wardlow. Orange Ooh. Miro, cool. Wardlow, I'm sorry. Wardlow should be doing something else. I don't know what else, but something else. Heather's gonna vehemently disagree with you there. Oh, um, yeah, Heather, Heather's gonna be very mad at me. I am sorry, Heather. I would rather put X-Box I would rather put Wardlow in the All Atlantic than I would in this. So here's the thing. I, I, I'm i with you on one thing. I do I, – I differ that I think Wardlow should get the title from here, from from Scorpio, mm-hmm. but they need to draw it out. Extend it. If they did that, I'd be cool with it, right? Yeah, like this match is supposed to happen. Doesn't happen. Something happens. Like a, a run-in by Ethan Page causes a DQ. Something of that nature to extend this feud. So Sean then Spears comes Ward- out of nowhere. 
right? You know? Yeah, extend the feud. Sean, cool. yeah, Sean Spears is an excellent play there. You know, like make this feud bigger because it deserves it. Because Wardlow is getting mega hot, and Scor- Scorp is he is really damn good. Like this needs to be a bigger thing than what what's it's being rushed. I feel. I feel so too. It, maybe Scorp's injury is worse than we thought. He needs surgery. Maybe that's why the precipice for this. But we'll see. I don't. I don't want to speculate. That's my thought. After this, you had <laughs> Max Caster and the Gun Club with <laughs> with Daddy Ass, of course. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Max Caster and the Ass Boys. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I said wow. that you said Gun Club, but I'm like, Whoa. I sure did. They're going against Danhausen, and who knows? Who? 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 That hometown pop from Danhausen, though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh. hometown pop from Danhausen was absolutely excellent. Uh, he comes out, and people are just going ape, and you know, he's just like, "I need some, I need partners, and this is who I got." And boom, FTR's music hit. Place goes ape, like they just go bonkers. <laughs> Here's FTR and Danhausen. Dan FTR and fucking Danhausen together in a wrestling match. What? <laughs> it was very nice, very evil, of course. It was then fun. Out at, the ending was probably one of my favorite things because Danhausen's in there. He he does. He's gonna make um, one of the guns go to sleep. I don't mm-hmm. remember which yeah, gun it does, was. Interchangeable. Yeah. Um, and then here comes Bowens. Anthony Bowens slides in. Which is great to see, and he and he's get he's gonna hit him with the crutch. Well, Dane Housen sees it, quick curse, ducks it. Um, Anthony Bowen smacks one of the guns in the head. Cover one, two, three. Your winners are Dane Housen, FTR. But Dane Housen gets the pin, ladies and gentlemen, in his hometown. Very nice, very evil. But what happened afterwards for me was a good, a, a amazing thing. I'm with you. Daddy ass, daddy ass turned on his sons and he joined up with the acclaimed. Okay, well, I don't. I didn't take it like that. Oh, I did. Here's why, because he's been long had this like this is the kayfabe bit of he's you know bothered by his children right they're ungrateful spoiled rotten that's why he had that's why he's always adopted the ass boys thing and everything right and you know and what i saw you guys let us know if you you're with me or, or if you think jamie's more on point on this but what i saw was they were going at each other they were getting mad bones trying to say i fucked up right uh, you know i was going you know and they weren't having it and he kind of got in the middle of it there and as they kept getting rowdy he did what a father does he kind of you know shoved him away shoved austin away and you know so kind of do, do the stern tough love thing and then he went away and then so but i think you're right i think it's leading to that i think it's leading to a break, which I think is good because honestly, I don't know what your opinion of the Ass Boys was before, but I have really liked how, what what they've been doing. They've been putting in the work for the past year. They really have. And yeah, we, you know we you know we both love the acclaimed. We have big praise for them once they get fully healthy. They'll be back in the mix. I know, but I'm all for this. I think it's great. I think I think the long term play is. 
the the gun club boys finally adopt ass understand boy. and they adopt the ass boys they become that's face the they become faces the ass boys with the acclaimed because the acclaimed no one boos them no, no. <laughs> everybody <laughs> everyone loves the, the t-shirt is correct everyone loves the acclaimed yes um, after this, you had a quick little tape promo of Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt. Um, they're challenging Samoa Joe for the title at Ring of Honor's Death Before Dishonor. We could do that as our next pay-per-view. Just saying. It's not uh, a major one. Ring of Honor's not major. Sorry. It's the minors. Uh, I mean, is it? It's all AEW stars. <laughs> I was trying to get the belt back. Keep going, please. Yeah, I know. Uh, but if it's AEW, then... Sure, we could do it. You'll lose. It's a ring of honor. I'll probably win. All right. Please. He keep, says all AW stars. So. Keep going. All right. Keep going. All right. After this, you <laughs> had um, you had Jake Cargill going against Layla Gray. Yeah. It was. This whole thing was Terrible. a little weird. It was just. They the just match wanted wasn't to rush good. job it to get to the. I understand. Yeah. They're trying to get to blood guts. Right. You know, and. For what it's worth, you didn't need to have Luchasaurus Serpentico. You know, you could have could just had him come out and beat up somebody and not have a match, right? You know, that yeah. was a promo you could have had. The the Warlone Scorpio Sky thing, you could have done that on TNT on, on Rampage, right? Yeah, you could have had you could have you could have had a different match, moved it up to something. I don't know. Lay the Gray, it's just kind of weird. It's like, hmm, okay, of all people, she's getting a title shot, you know. And it was a, it was a quick match and a squash, and afterwards, you know. How, you know, Jade is still bad on the mic, you know. Not the worst I've ever heard, but still bad. Um, talk about how yeah. nobody in the locker room stepped up. And then Stokely Hathaway is talking all about, you know, they put this out there at midnight. And Layla Gray is the only woman who took it up, you know. And he called uh, Athena and Statlander cowards and all this stuff or lazy or whatever the fuck. I don't remember. They come out. They run in, they get beat up, and then it looks like uh, Layla Gray is going to help them. But no, she helps Jade. She's trying to fill Red Velvet shoes. None of this, yeah. none of this made really any sense. It just felt weird, weird and uncomfortable. I mean, Tony, you could have done a second women's match. I'm just going to let you know, Tony. You could definitely do a second women's match. That would be appreciative. Okay, there's my weekly spiel. So after this is Blood and Guts. Yes. And if everybody remembers the first Blood and Guts, we both had lots of interesting things to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we liked it until the very end. Um, I feel different about this one. I like this one all the way through. I felt about this the way I felt about, not quite, but closer to what I felt for the first stadium stampede. I feel like this yeah. is a true realization of this gimmick match. Yes, maybe that's because of through everything. Well, I think that's maybe why. Maybe it's because in front of the full audience. Who knows? But I love. This. I mean, there's, I love there's this. some there's some pretty pretty big spots. Santana looks like he legit hurt his leg really he, bad. He tore something for sure. Yeah, I feel bad there, really bad because Santana is so goddamn good. And, I know. Yeah. It's- just when he came into the cage, too, brought a table in, did 
one move, did a urinagi, and on that urinagi, something gave out because it wasn't a good urinagi. He immediately grabbed his knee like, ooh, that's not looking good. And they're like, oh, wait, he's not getting back up. Yeah, and- like his foot <laughs> stayed and his whole body came down on his leg. It, mm, it definitely did it, not look it, good. It Hopefully look it's good. nothing. Hopefully it's nothing. It's not, hopefully it's not uh, a ligament because that's the thing, you know. It's maybe it's, yeah. We don't know. We're not doctors. Yeah. Damn it, I'm not a doctor, Jim. Um, <laughs> but there were some really, really, really good spots. So one of my favorite. Let's just talk about some of the favorite things instead of like critiquing the whole match. What were some of your favorite yeah, yeah. things of the match? So one of my favorite spots was definitely the the rise of Wheeler Yuta doing oh. German suplexes on Sammy. <laughs> and then here comes here comes Claudio doing a European uppercut into a German suplex. Like, oh my God, that is beautiful. Do you kind of want to see Claudio and Wheeler as a tag team? Absolutely. Because then <laughs> when they got the, when they got that circle of of him of those uh was it Claudio Moxley and them all doing European uppercuts. I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. So good. I liked the throwback. And JR had lots of little, like, you know, hints about throwback patch stuff, too. But I like the throwback of Claudio and Jake Hager meeting after beating up the other members of the team in the middle of the blood and guts. And mm-hmm. the crowd was for it. There was a We the People chant that got started. And it was just like, I loved them at the time. I didn't, mm. whoever the, the crazy bearded, you know, redneck is, I didn't care for him, but I loved them as a tag team back in WWE. That was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- that one was great. And anytime I get to see Sammy Guevara get thrown off stuff at this point, I'm for it. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, well, how about, okay, you talked about Christian's heat, but Sammy got that. They are playing that heat card. Like a fiddle. Sammy is flirting with X Pac Heat, man. He is flirting with it hard. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't watch, I don't watch his his vlog anymore. Um, like, he just annoys the shit out of me. Like, that, that's where I'm at with him now. Like, he just is annoying. And that's where Six Pac, X Pac Six, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> you know. The one, two, three kid, that's where he was living. Everybody was just annoyed to see his face. And mm-hmm. quite frankly, I, I don't disagree. Oh, he, he can, I mean, he does, he does do the, do, do the death defying shit, though. I mean, we, you saw at the beginning of the night that, that, that giant announce table. It's like, oh, yeah, someone's going through that <laughs> from yes, the top. The oversized <laughs> announce table. This was like a big target throw here. It was, it was like, it was like that. It was, it was like your daughter sitting at like, sitting at like my desk, you know, it's one of those. It's just like, you know, one of these. Yeah. Like Audrey, exactly. sitting, you know. Also, now the, no, the go. ending. Yeah, so the ending, though, I do want to get to Two the Two giant bakes of tax, too, made me happy. I just want to say, okay, good. Oh, that's fair. The The ending had a lot of old continuity to it. Yeah. Long-term storytelling, because in the Ring of Honor days, Claudio... And before. And before. Well, actually, Claudio after. Was, no, because Ring of Honor, then Chikara was after Ring of Honor. It was really Chikara, more yeah, than anything. It was Chikara, but Claudio and Kingston hate each other. Like... Legit. legit hate <laughs> yeah like there's no friendship there like i mean there probably is behind the scenes but like 
they have this blood feud that is still, you know, from the indies, which I love that that was being represented. And on the top of the cage for blood and guts, here's here's Kingston doing the plum stretch on on Jericho and then Daddy Magic or whatever his stupid ass name is. <laughs> Matt Menard. Uh, Just go Matt Menard. Yeah, Matt Matt Menard. Um, he was getting he's putting a sharpshooter. And he tapped out before Jericho could tap out. So Claudio took the win away from Kingston. So that's totally gonna play out. But it, and I am here for it. They seem to play nice though afterwards, you know. And then of course of course immediately Eddie broke K Fame when he was just talking there to, you see him mouthing stuff and talking to him and it's but he broke K Fame and kind of accepted that they won in general. So mm-hmm. the spots were great. I also liked, and of course I'm going here. So it's not just Sammy that's got the toxic heat too. Ty Conti as well, which oh yeah, you can tell that they've for all this shit I give Tony and the team about some of the weird booking that they do with the women's division. See, uh, from indoor or earlier in this night, mm-hmm. I think they're being smart with how they're taking Ty Conti. You know. She has the heat. Don't waste it by putting her in just some random ass matches on dark or some shit, right? You know? And they've, I think they found an opening tonight because she went to go unlock the cage. She was the one who beat up a ref to get the key to unlock the cage, which allowed everybody to climb up to the top. You had like five people on the top of the, the cage. It was crazy. And then at the end, everybody was up there, you know, celebrating. But as she was unlocking the cage, here came out. Eddie Kingston's good friend, Ruby Soho. Hey, Ruby. And we were saying, what do you do with Ruby? And I think we've got a thing for there that I want to see between it gives her something to do. It's not a title picture, so you're not messing that up, you know, but it gives her something to do. It gives Tay a thing to go on because you know Eddie's not going to drop the Jericho feud, right? That's not dying anytime soon. Because he didn't get the victory. He didn't get the tap out. Correct. I was happy to see Ruby on TV, too. Let's be honest. Same. <laughs> it was a good day to see her. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is your dynamite blood and guts. Much better blood and guts. Much better. Much better. Much better. Very, very happy with the results of that one. Big time. Not even gonna lie. Now, Rampage this coming week, they're gonna have, and I don't know how they're gonna do this. It feels like it's a battle royal of sorts, but it's a two ring, 20 man Rampage, is what they're calling it on Rampage. So that's kind of weird. But yeah, well, they're taping Rampage. I, like, I understand uh, that, but I'm very interested to see what that match is, is what I'm getting at. Because <laughs> you know me and like the crazy ass matches, I love that shit. So, all right. Well, hey, that's what we got. Any other thoughts from 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 last night? You know, it was one big match, really. I mean, the other it stuff was just was one very big match. And the other stuff is meh. This is me. Just, I'm fine with that. You know. Yeah. I I'm just curious the- to see what next week brings. I'm interested to see here 
you know, how they move forward with the Eddie story. Cause Eddie is, Eddie's got, Eddie's got that pop right now. You don't want to lose. Right. Yeah. And you know, I think there's now an option, you know, Ruby, cause they are legitimately like really good friends in real life. Right. So they can, you can, you can run that Sammy Tay, um, you know, in Jericho, where do you go with the Blackpool combat club now with that? I think there's options there for that. I'm excited to see Claudio in AEW. I think that's fantastic. And Same. I mean, FTR and uh, Young Bucks are definitely on a collision course. And it feels like we're going to get it before All Out because All Out is a couple months away, right? Yeah, I would hate that they would. I don't know what, what you do it for because you don't have anything big before then, right? Maybe another mm-hmm. Battle of the Belts on a Saturday one night, but. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you could make it. I mean, it's only actually it's technically just barely over two months away. They haven't really addressed those two gearing their eyes at each other. They've hinted at it. Mm. So eh, I think we're on the I think we're on the beginning of the build for all out though. So let's see what we'll see what next week brings. Uh we will have more goodness i'm sure to talk about um coming up here i know we said last week that unfortunately journey pro canceled i had to postpone their last show for the show for june uh there should be an announcement coming up soon uh i know that they're earmarking the end of july for the next show but um don't know if they're going to try and do something else as a makeup Keep an eye out. Uh, we will definitely let you know as we get to it. Keep an eye out to this channel. Like I said, we do interviews. We release them on Thursdays. No, that's not true. Tuesdays. My brain. You still... can see our one with Jossie. It was an excellent interview. <laughs> it was he a is really good. Electric. I'll uh, I'll put I'll put a little link right here. You guys can go click on that. Go check it out. It was really really cool interview. And uh, yeah, so. I don't have anything else for you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Jamie, do you have anything else for the peoples? Um, the only thing with Journey Pro I did want to add is they said it's going to be a different venue outdoors. It's the only thing that they said on their stuff was, just, so, hey, let's just do it outside. That's it. What could that mean? It could mean anything. You know, stay tuned. All right. Absolutely. Well, we'll take us home. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not down with Total Spot Fest, I got four words for you. Your body your choice. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace.